Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's edition of Real Christianity with your Bible teacher, attorney, Mosley Collins. Mosley is joined today by a special guest, Dr. Donald Partridge, an expert in helping divorced parents and stepfamilies. There is hardly one family within the hearing of my voice that has not been injured by divorce one way or another. And sometimes it seems the hurting just won't stop. Mosley and Dawn have a message of hope and healing. It's a new way to live in a world scarred by divorce. And now here is your teacher and my husband, Mosley Collins, with his guest, Dr. Donald Partridge. Thank you, Lisa, and welcome my listeners to today's edition of Real Christianity. And I am joined by my dear friend, Dr. Donald Partridge. Hello, Don. Hi, Mosley. And uh, we're here uh, sharing uh, the truths of God on how to have um, life after divorce, how to raise healthy children as if you never had been divorced, how to have a successful second marriage or third marriage. Yes. And, uh, you know, how great and merciful God is. He could have just left us broken on the side of the road. You know, it's like an old car that broke down when our marriage failed and we're just pushed off the road into a ditch. But God has got uh, new mercies and a plan to have an exciting, blessed Christian life even after divorce. There are some national ministers that get really nervous to hear anybody purport that there's life after first marriages. And this is the rationale, that if you uh, can tell people that there is life after a divorce, then that's going to encourage more divorces. And so <laughs> we don't want um, to that message to go out that second or third or fourth marriages, you can make that a wonderful, wonderful marriage. In fact, equal if not better than a first marriage. And because God's on the throne and God can do that in, in, in individuals' lives. They don't like that message because it, they are saying that it will deteriorate a first marriage. And our, our response back is, then therefore we should never preach that Jesus is an advocate to us if we sin. Because isn't that just saying, hey, we could just go to him and confess our sins and he's faithful, just forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Doesn't that encourage us to just go sin? Yeah, you know? exactly. No, but at any time and at any station, wherever we are in life, God is on the throne and God has his hand filled with promises yeah. for a good life for us, no matter what our situation is. God is good. Yes, we're not. When we say that you can have a blessed Christian life after divorce, we are not saying that to the person who's thinking about leaving their husband or wife because oh, they're just tired of being married. We are not saying that to those people because you need to. God can make a terrible marriage a wonderful marriage if you submit him, submit the marriage and yourself to Him. Yeah, yeah. But we're saying, okay, if you've been divorced, right. Now, what are we going to do? What are we going to do now? And there is hope, healing, and restoration in God for all sinners, including those who are divorced. Yes, and that is the good message that we have here today. And it's just a matter of how do you manage uh, life in the divided family culture? And that takes some skill, mostly. You know, I'm going to say this, that... that People who 
who preach or who won't give a message of hope to someone who's been divorced, people who won't give a message of restoration to the divorced, they are, that reminds me of Matthew 23, 4, and this is pretty critical, pretty high, hard criticism. It says, Jesus said, For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. So you can develop out of the Bible a teaching that condemns people who have been through divorce. You can do that, but that's not the heart of God. We can bring them more heaviness and more condemnation. Yeah. And uh, what we want to do is say, uh, Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted and to right. restore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we got today? Okay. Well, we have been working with a common story. Uh, we're doing a top ten list, and uh, and that is uh, the story is uh, there is a stepdad that came to me and said that his stepdaughter, who's living with him, uh, w- with the mom, he's married to the mom, and the mom has a daughter, sixteen year old daughter, and for four years that stepdaughter has not spoken to the stepdad in the home for four years. There's just little communication between the daughter and the stepdad, the stepdaughter and stepdad. And the guy came to me and said, what can we do? Well, so from that came uh, the development of 10 reasons why stepdaughters won't talk to their stepdads or stepsons won't talk to their stepparents. And so we're going to work on reason number nine and uh, today, okay, All and, right. and reason number nine is that some kids are gifted by God. Now, get this wording: some kids are gifted by God with hyper loyalty. You might have in a family four kids, and let's say two kids get along with a step parent pretty well. Another another kid may some so and so, but you you might have one kid having nothing to do with the step parent. That child has in him or her, uh, it might be that there is hyper-loyalty in there. And it is a gift of God. And isn't it interesting that in divided families, gifts of God can actually cause problems. Gifts of God where a child has been gifted with faithfulness and loyalty and is having difficulty connecting with the stepdad because the child wants mom and dad. Okay, well, if that's a gift from God, what is going to be the solution? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> let me heighten the problem. Thanks okay? a lot for that gift. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Here, a, I'm giving it, this back. That's right. Yeah, yeah, try to, right? Uh, and so here's the child. The child may be high on, lo- on the loyalty scale and cannot get past the parent having a step parent, um, can't yeah. get past having a new adult in the home, can't get past this new family system the child's been thrust into. Guess what? You know? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I just realized one of my kids has that. Well, it's common. You're saying one, one of, my of kids your has step that. kids. And I always wonder, I said, you know, what's wrong with this boy? Uh, Lisa is, is the most dear person in the world. She's the kindest, most loving, most wouldn't hurt anyone, is always trying to help And now people. Lisa's your wife my today. My current wife, not my... Your son's stepmom. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just for years, I was just shocked at what is wrong with my... With my boy, yes. Why can't he get behind my new wife? Why can't he just say okay and just get with the program like the yeah. rest of the kids? Yeah, because she has been wonderful to him. Yeah, and he has kids, and she, and she says, "Well, let's take uh, 
Let's take his kid and go to Hawaii. Let's take his kid and go to Costa Rica. Let's take his kid. And she's done wonderful things for his children. His and children? He couldn't get behind it. And I thought, what the heck? And now I see he's, he's number nine. He's number nine. You know, every family probably has a number nine. I mean, if you have more than two or three or four kids, and and uh, it's frequently the eldest child. It's frequently uh, eldest child who's who's a girl. Um, not always, but in your case, it's an eldest child who is a, a male, a boy. Mm-hmm. But um, you'll find frequently daughters are have this loyalty thing too. Um, but uh, it's interesting that out of a family you're going to probably have one kid that's wow. going to be hesitant and the other kids just buy into the program. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, yeah, okay, now really, now get now get this, really, Moses. Uh, really really I just suddenly see how it's, that's so true in my family. Yes, it may be a gift of God that has come in and is causing the problem. <laughs> um, and it may be even times two. Here's the second point. Now, in the story with the stepdad who has a stepdaughter, she's 16 years old, hasn't spoken to him for four years uh, in, the, in the home. Maybe the stepdaughter has this high loyalty giftedness, but maybe also the daughter's bio dad has a high loyalty factor too. Uh-huh. And so you have high loyalty with the daughter's parent the dad and you have high loyalty with the daughter and they kind of combine together and suddenly she's not talking to the stepdad this is frequent mosley you just have these loyalty things going on and it's a matter of and it's a matter of appreciating this it's a matter of understanding this and it's a matter of learning how to manage it instead of fighting it how are you going to fight loyalty the child has a god loyalty thing and how are you going to fight that? If you do, you're going to find yourself fighting uh, an uphill, uphill battle because loyalty is a thing from God. Loyalty is a blessing from God. And so what we want to do is we want to train the child on how to manage that loyalty. And the first way to do it is to compliment the child for the loyalty, you know? Um, I, I don't know if the stepdad would say, hey, I appreciate you not talking to me for four years, not talking about that, but that there is an appreciation if we understand that the child is hyper loyal, so the just stepdad, like you are with your with the son, just like you realizing this may be your eldest son's thing, right. this hyper loyalty. Now, we're not going to criticize him for it, but we're going to try to learn how do we now that we know that, how can we manage that and make it work for it now for us? And you know what's interesting? These kids that have the hyperloyalty, you'll find that they have hyperloyalty other places too. So they're friends. They, they, are, they demand high loyalty from anyone who wants to be their friend. And, yes. they, and they exhibit high loyalty to people that you think, well, they're not really worthy of that loyalty. You know. So you can see this is not just directed towards the new step 
parent. That's that's correct, and and that's one way to look at it is to look at the kid and see is this is this thing just about the stepdad, or do you see this in the child with friends? And if you do you know, see it with friends, friends then, then it you, is probably you, a you gift. probably got it. Yeah, and if you just see it against one person, then maybe it's something else. Probably something else. You know, there's other reasons why yeah. the child is not speaking to the stepdad. Yeah. But if you see this child having a friend and then the friend leaves and the child just grieving over that, just, you know, crying and just, I mean, just miserable. Well, there may be this hyper-loyalty thing going on, you know? And so what we want to do is assess the child. And I got to tell you something, Mosley, if you've got four kids in the family, stepkids and bio kids, you got four, somewhere in there, you probably got a child with more loyalties than the other child. Maybe you don't want to title it hyper-loyalty, but just more than the other. And that's why that child is dragging his feet when it comes to step-parenting things. Isn't that interesting? It is. Yeah, yeah. Well, what we want to do, let's go into solution. We don't ever want to fight this thing. In fact, somehow we want to compliment it. We want to appreciate in our minds. We don't go up and say, hey, thanks for not speaking to me. You know, says the stepdad. But the stepdad wants to look at their kid and appreciate it. Yeah. And to say, you know, this is a good thing. Yes. And yeah, you can say, wow, you're you're very loyal to your to your dad. Yes. How nice. Yes. <laughs> we what we need to do is and and you're on it, Mosley, when you have a hyper loyal child who is really connected to mom and dad and really not connected to a step-parent. What the step-parent and the mom wants to do in this case with the daughter is they want to be sure to be extra wordy in complimenting the daughter's dad. They want to be extra wordy in saying good things about the dad to show with their words that they're not objecting to the dad because that's what the loyal person wants. Are you also loyal to my dad? And we're going to say we're loyal to your dad as far as being a dad to you. We are loyal to that connection. Yeah. And also, too, to add to this, we've been I've been just talking about words. You want extra, Mosley, you want extra actions to the child. In other words... If you just drive your car up and you drop the daughter off, in this case, if the stepdad who has a stepdaughter who has not spoken to him in four years, if he if he's in the car and they drive up to let the daughter off to see the dad, it would be good for the da- stepdad to get out and have some words with the dad. And not some angry words. Right. To <laughs> some have nice some words. sort of, hey, it's, hey, you got a great lawn. Wow, how'd you do that? Yeah. Or what'd you use it? Or yeah. say something, something yeah. complimentary yeah. to where the daughter is seeing that you are also supporting her dad. She's loyal to the dad. Are you going to join her and that's the thing is when we don't join her then she objects to us when we join her loyalty she supports us yeah and that's so hard to do but it's in our, so hard in our natural sense we're saying oh this man if you're the new husband you're saying this ex-guy oh he was married to my sweetheart yes he slept with my wife yeah before i knew her and he's hurt her he's hurt her now and so he's my I obje- enemy. I object to him. He's my enemy. Yeah. And, and you, you can't do that. And you get a hyper-loyal kid to that dad, and that dad senses that you're saying, hey, he's my enemy, 
there's going to be no conversation between you and the stepchild. Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly right. So you have to... We have to flip it. Flip it. Yep. And you have to say, for the sake of my stepdaughter, for the sake yes. of my Their wife... health. And my wife, because yeah. she's going to be grieved by this. Yes. And for the sake of, of everyone in my life... Uh, I'm for the sake it. of the daughter-dad connection, yes, which we want to support, I'm going to have a new way of looking at this, a new way of talking, a new way of acting. Yes. And uh, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back with more. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with attorney Mosley Collins and Dr. Donald Partridge. You can get a copy of today's message or purchase the entire series by going online to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com. Now, let's get back to our message. Don, here's the thing you can't do, and you'll never succeed at, and you shouldn't do, is to try and convince the stepchild that their bio parent is unworthy of loyalty. Oh boy, that Why? is suicide. That's suicide. Why are you treating us this way? Your, your dad, is really uh, the reason we're struggling so much. Your dad, uh, you know, has caused so much problems. Oh, your dad, you shouldn't be loyal to him. Okay, that is absolutely the wrong way to go. We are going against God. We are doing exactly what Gamaliel's advice was to the Sanhedrin. And Gamaliel's advice in chapter 4 was, leave these guys alone. Yeah. You know, because the uh, they were persecuting the apostles, the Sanhedrin, yeah. and and Gamaliel was saying, you you might be fighting against God, yeah. and you know that there are parents and step parents, Mosley, that fight against God. Yeah, they are fighting against the principles of God, right. and God put in that child hyper loyalty. And that child is to exercise that. And for some reason in that child's life and future, that needs to be appreciated because that will be a God hand, a work in that child to somewhere in society. That child is going to maybe really, really need that hyperloyalty at some point. It needs to be complimented. Look, here, here's the principle. Let me give you the principle here. And let, let's, let's have the listening audience hear this principle. This is huge. What parents do to the to one another, what parents do to one another, actions of parents toward one another directly impact the children. What parents do to one another, they do directly to the kids. And so what we want to do is we, if the mom or the stepdad, if they resist that other parent, it's going to directly impact and it's going to damage the children. But if those parents are blessing that other dad, it will bless that child. And how much more of a blessing will we have when we have a child who's hyper loyalty toward their dad and you're joining with that child and you are for the sake of the child blessing that other parent. I'm telling you, you're going to turn that child will turn that loyalty, not just toward the parent, but toward you. Yes. And suddenly that child will become loyal to you, the step-parent. And this is what happened in mine. Now, we have seven kids in our family. My stepdaughter is hyper-loyal. I care for her dad. And guess what? 
She's she hyper loyal to you. Has hyper loyalty toward me because I did it to her dad first. Yeah. I proved it to her dad over the years. Yeah. I am not a threat to her. In fact, it's the exact opposite. I mean, she knows I want her to be close to her dad. I wish that above all things, even more than my own relationship with yeah. her. Because if I, if she has a wow. good relationship with her dad, then I know I'll have a good relationship with her. And so, and she's hyper loyal. So it's awesome, Mosley. It works for me. Unfortunately, it has stagnated and 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 divided this family with the stepdad who has this daughter not speaking to him for four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know, you now here's what people are going to tell us: not well, you don't know my ex. You don't know my. My wife's ex. You know, he's this, he's that, or she's this, she's that. Oh, she's ungodly. She's... I've got to train my stepchild uh, to, to, to see how bad they are. No, no, no. Please no. Yes. Please no. If you have a hyper-loyal child, you cannot go that way. You can only go the way of complimenting yeah. the bio connection that, she, that, your, that your stepchild has with their bio parent. If you have a child who is not hyper-loyal, and you speak against the child's parent, well, the child will still be connected with you, and you might have a little troublesome connection, but it, it, the child will be connected with you. But if you have a hyper-loyal child, and you s- suggest something disparagingly against that father, that child will never forget it, Mosley. Yes. And it will cause such deep heartache and division, and it will break down the child. Yes, and it and it has a, a huge potential of actually breaking down your marriage. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, and we come back. We'll give you the nugget we hope you take from today's program. Hi, this is Dr. Donald Partridge. In addition to teaching real Christianity, my friend Mosey Collins is a personal injury attorney. He has a calling from God to help those who have been badly injured, and he has successfully done so for 30 years. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you'll want to call Mosley Collins for help. He has won hundreds of injury cases, and he can win yours. There's never a fee until he wins your case. So call Mosley and his staff at 916-444-4444. Just remember all fours for legal help. Thanks, Don. Now it's my turn. Dr. Partridge is an authority on the needs of single parents, step families, and a new way to live in a world broken and scarred by divorce. But don't let what you have heard here today get away from you. I want you to have this series. So go to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com to order this life-changing series of CDs today. If you have enjoyed this program, or if you would like Mosley and Dawn to speak to your group, call us at 916-444-4444. Now, here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, Lisa. Don, you know, what we're saying is that in a step uh, family, there can be hyper-loyal kids, and you have to be very careful and how you treat them. And you'll notice that even though you're married to a wonderful new spouse, a new husband, new wife, they can't get with this person. For some reason, they're critical. Yes, you'll have one kid that just won't get with the program. Right. And the rule is you join that child's loyalty. 
Yes. It's counterintuitive. We want to fight it. Don't fight it. Go with it. Go with it. By bless it. Bless the loyalty that the child has to the parent that's not present in yes. your home. And if you do that and the child begins to see that, then that you will be the, the object of their loyalty as well. And we pray this has helped you live a life of real Christianity. If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 